There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble Capital One Cup Round 5 Review Show. Football Ramble calls in association with Capital One, the credit card that supports the supporters. Chaps, Round 5 is finished. Mm. It's over. It's over. Forget about it. Because mm. Round 6 is on the horizon. It is indeed. Hark, what is that I can hear? Ooh, the, <laughs> More the sound, football. The sound of upsets. <laughs> yes. There were two upsets. Mm. In uh, in round five, cup set. It, yes, <laughs> um, my goodness, it was a good round. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Yes, we had a lot we, of incident, lot of incident. Some the weather related, some even, not. Even played its part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're going to start with Spurs one, West Ham two. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> can I start you all off with two chants? Heard, please. Um, one was, and this was brought to my attention by William Owens from the Facebook. Uh, shouts of Sherwood, you're getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> yes. very, good, very strong. And the other one was possibly the most cockney event to ever happen in the history of English football. Uh, West Ham fans singing to Spurs fans, Adebayor is mugging you off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is, to really be fair. Funny. And then he scored. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> Who's he mugging off now, eh? Yeah. Hammers, irons. Yeah, <laughs> them temporarily. Yeah, I think they're fine with that. I was yeah. with a mate of mine last night who's a West Ham fan, and um, we weren't watching the game. But he was he was catching up with it, and um, they'd gone one 0 down. And he was like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. We've got Mega." Just sort of, you know, <laughs> ironically, as, yeah. as people do now. And and lo and behold. It well, turned out pretty you, well, you take the mick out of him, but that's actually oh, two goals in a year now. It was, it was my... <laughs> that's one, I think. Was it not it the first? Mate. Yeah, yeah, it was his first of the year, was it not? Yeah, but first I think... 13 months. The last time he scored was about a year ago, yeah. But, oh, and, see, from yeah. what I remember of it, it was an absolute belter, though. So, he, you know, they're good ones when they come. And he also <laughs> scored, almost actually scored a beauty against yeah. Spurs last night. because Yeah, he, he hit the bar, didn't he? Smashed the bar, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was giddy. Mm. Yes, he was indeed. Just like um, a Yorkshireman's aunt. Uh, Tim Sherwood, uh, he was in charge for the game. Uh, he probably won't be the interim manager that people were suggesting that he could be. Booed off. Maybe the end of the season. <laughs> booed <laughs> off in his Brilliant. first game. Is that, that was, I don't think it was him that was no, booed off. No, I don't off. know about that. Well, I think... Th th You've got to take it, haven't you? They're booing. Yeah, that's true. You've got, uh, uh, well, got to assume it's blanket booing. Someone's got to, accept, got to accept it. Even the mascot's got to take that. Were they saying kapoo? If we, yeah, <laughs> if we let, if we learn one thing about footballers, you can't let a boo go unclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to step up. Yeah, that is take true. Take responsibility for a boo. Um, mm. It was very interesting the way that Sherwood seems to just automatically wrench the club completely back to the old school. Yeah. In like one interview on one uh, formation. Yeah, yeah. Four four two. Yeah, essentially, went, no defensive midfielder. No, exactly. In his first interview, <laughs> he said, "Well, we just." Got, we've got a good group, we just need to get up and at them. Secondly, he played, he just switches straight back, reverts the type of the old English type manager. Big man that went up front, mm. never did Quinn or Phillips on the arm. Townsend <laughs> one wing, uh, Lennon on the other, 
Just chuck whip a couple of midfielders in the middle. That'd whip be fine. Give yeah. it them two. They'll burn it up the wing. Whip yeah. it in. Whip, whip it in early. Yeah, get nod in downs. Early. Pick up nod downs. Mm. Show them on the in- inside. Ah, right, get out. Out. <laughs> yeah. Out. How are you going to win the ball back? Well, by kicks. Well, we'll just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> we won't lose it, so it won't matter. He was quite sort of unequivocal. He said that uh, he deserves a crack. I was like, how exactly do you deserve a crack? I mean, when did he say that? He said it in the newspapers today. I'm almost certain he, he did. He straight said, after he the game. Go. No, it was, it was a later interview. He says, you know, oh, okay. he, deserves, he deserves a go. He, th- he thinks he can do it. It's like, well... Well, straight after the game, he was pretty... He's probably because he heard the booze and he was saying, well, whoever comes in, he's, he's got a real <laughs> tough job. And, yeah, the club needs to appoint someone or whatever. <laughs> the, the way booze. he said it was... It was somebody else's job which I quite liked he also said that um, like Tim Sherwood was like piping up saying oh I'm not um, I'm not sure that it's going to be the right fit for me it's like well, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be the right fit for me. Uninterviewing yourself. The right fit for me. What else? You're, you're youth team coach. How yeah. is it not going to be the right fit for you? <laughs> it's a massive increase in salary, a massive increase in profile. You said you're an ambitious man in the last sentence. Mm. So how is it not going to be a fit for you? For me, I don't see it as being... Because he's not good enough. I don't see, well, I don't see him uh, at the helm being a massive, massive problem for Spurs. Realistically, they ain't going to get into the, uh, the European places, or certainly the European places that matter uh, when it comes to the finances of the club. You know... Maybe give them a couple of million in the, in the transfer market, maybe a couple of loan deals, and then just wait until the summer, see how it goes. They're not going to get relegated. I don't think they need more players, do they? No one, <laughs> no one of any note will will take that job now. Well, apparently no. De Boer's turned it down. And Hiddink. And Hiddink. Well, I think Sven would have it. <laughs> no one of any note. Oh, come on. <laughs> Serie A winner. I just, I just say what give... What year was that again? <laughs> 2000, 2001, was it? Just give it. Not him... that long ago. It's ages ago. <laughs> really? I would, just, I would just say wait until wait until the close season, give it a show until the end of the season, and the Spurs fans are just going to have to lump it, to be honest. Uh, They've had Champions League football seen. in recent history. I'm, you know, yeah, they should be happy with that. They should be fine with it. To be fair, actually, when Harry Redknapp said, well, they haven't had it so good, maybe he was right. Yeah. Well, yeah. The fickle, the fickle hand of fate. Mm. <laughs> but to speak about the game uh, more specifically... Could we? Um... You also wondered about the players he, some of the players he played, whether they were fit or not, because Danny Rose doesn't play for a long time. Mm. Kirikes was rushed back. Uh, they had Kirikes and Kapu centre halves. Kapu's not a centre half. Mm. Kirikes wasn't fit. Uh, they played Dembele and um, Sigurdsson in the middle, two in the middle. You know, mm. if you did that against a re- no disrespect to West Ham, I'll come on to disrespect them later. But um, <laughs> if you did that about against a really good quality team in the midfield, you get absolutely overrun, wouldn't you? These days, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. And and and, and the, the way that um, the way that West Ham set up was they as soon as they saw Spurs go go up and sort of push and push, just like lumping balls into the box, mm. and Spurs just couldn't deal with it. Yeah, they just. They just immediately fell apart. They reacted almost like they'd gone one nil down rather than one nil up. They just, yeah. d- just didn't. They just seemed to forget what they were doing entirely. They were so headless at the back, and West Ham could just counter attack them constantly, well, freely, they, and easily. Mm. They played into Big Sam's hands. Absolutely. Really. Well, uh, Jonathan Wilson d- tweeted from the game saying um, there was a moment when Sherwood pirouetted on his heel to berate the fourth official um, in front of Big Sam. And Big Sam apparently turned around and just shouted, "You're getting the hang of it!" Before laughing uproariously. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Oh, that is Great. good. Like, that is oh. very good. It's like the sort of thing my dad would say to a son. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my my highlight of the game was um, when there was a drop ball. <laughs> And James Collins used yeah. it as an opportunity to shoot from the halfway. Well, that was unbelievable. <laughs> that rattled them, though, didn't it? That, that was, was a proper. Like, this is not friendly. <laughs> this is. It. We are coming for you. To be fair, though, he didn't. 
it was. It was. I mean, it, it's all in the technique. He's got the optimum angle. He knows there. what he did. But I'm not sure it was that. He just sort of stroked the ball. Up oh, the he pitch. was laughing about it afterwards. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, Hugo Lloris <laughs> was like properly fuming yeah, about it. Yeah, but I don't. I do not see. I don't see the problem. You punt the ball up the pitch. You can You cannot say, "Oh, he's trying to score from seventy yards." No, it. It certainly looked like it. <laughs> he oh, got Jim, it. Very, he got on. it very close to the goal. Are you seriously saying that that the players were right to have a go at Collins for that? Well, I think he's... No, I'm not saying they're right to have a go at him. I, I just think it's hilarious. It just... It was too good to be an accident. It looked like a... Sh- it, it looked like a shot to are me you, in his are reaction. You, are you aware of the previous work of James Collins? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> two West Ham goals in his career. that James Collins can pinpoint a shot nearly well, in the top right, corner. but I, ju- I just... You know, I don't think it's as cut and dried as that. I actually think uh, Big Sam deserves a decent amount of credit for this game because he, he, he obviously saw that Sherwood and uh, instructed Spurs to try and kill off uh, West Ham. And he also, to my mind, saw that they didn't have Dawson or Vertonghen at the back, who would eat up those long balls. Mm-hmm. They had an uns- unsure, out-of-position centre-half, and Kirikes, who probably not fully fit. I think Kirikes is a good player, but he's probably not fully fit. They couldn't dominate that big, big long ball, and Big Sam knew that. Mm. And so, and as soon as they got one goal, to me, from what I saw, and I, well, I wasn't at the game, but it looked to me fairly straightforward that they're going to get another one. Because it, there was at no point... Did they um, did they deal with what West Ham threw at them? And it's a bit of naivety, I think. The whole thing around the way Spurs have dealt with the second of AVB, the hiring in, in the interim base of Sherwood, the way they set up against West Ham, the way they played, it's just all, all was just naive. You can say mm. one that one word naive. <laughs> but it, but do you not think that um, Sherwood and, and the way it was, it's possibly he probably thought well. AVB's been naive, so this is how we're going to do it, mate. And, yeah, and the way Spurs, be direct and we're yeah, just well, go at them, and and that's fine to play it a little bit more simple and all. But but he was naive. He wasn't playing simple football. It was a bit naive, and I mean Spurs came flying out the traps, didn't they? And they, Defoe, they made some really good chances earlier. Yeah, Defoe probably should have scored, or he would have done on another day. Mm. Uh, and I think that's what he thought. He just maybe thought to himself, right, well, if we set up quite simply, we're We've good enough, and we're just going to yeah. bow them out of the way. Yeah, match them sort of player for And, of course, that's just not the way it goes these days. No. And I also thought the way that Sherwood reacted in terms of what he spoke about afterwards in the press, uh, in the co- in the conference, showed that he's very inexperienced. I mean, even as someone who's just a casual football observer could see. Like, there was a great bit where they said... the. the the interview, the journalist sort of like pushed him on, on a couple of questions, mm. Mm. and he kept saying, "I don't know anything. I don't know anything." And he said, and then and one of them said something like, "Oh, are you honestly telling me you have no idea if you'll be in charge against Southampton at the weekend?" Yeah, and I he, mean, and he said no. And so, but surely you would say, surely if you had any sort of thing about you in terms of a PR mindset or looking to keep yourself in the job, yeah. you'd go, "Oh, well, that's all been dealt with internally. Don't worry about it." You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. you look worse than you ne- need to look, Absolutely. even if it is ridiculously chaotic behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, I, but I've heard that from other managers where they, oh, I don't know, you know, just taking it a game, a game at a time. You know, perhaps he didn't use the right language and stuff. But I've heard top managers sort of say, "I don't know whether they'll be in charge in the next match." Just. Oh, well, you yeah, I'm sure you have, but I'm not saying that. I'm, what I'm saying is that's not a good thing, is it? No, no, it's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but he should be, though. That's another point we could say. I mean, mm. this is the next match is... Because no-one else will take it. Well, yeah. the lack of, Jim's absolutely right. The lack of joined-up thinking, really, at that level, given that you're talking about mm. hundreds of millions of pounds at stake for different reasons mm. in terms of that club as a business, mm. the lack of joined-up thinking is incredible. So it really is incredible. Are you telling me that they, they fired AVB in a fit of peak because they were so annoyed with him and didn't even think about a successor. Mm. Yeah, if you read Alex Ferguson's autobiography that came out recently about how David Moyes was appointed, mm. you know it, it, he makes out. Um, I haven't got to how I can't remember the details, but he essentially makes out that they they almost groomed Moyes yeah. well in advance. I mean, yeah. Ferguson was round Moyes' house having dinner with him and his wife and stuff. It took Bobby Charlton around, all that sort of stuff. It's amazing that it didn't leak. Of course, but it was lined up. 
You know, so <laughs> yeah. as soon as as soon as Man United, for all their faults, as soon as someone like Ferguson stands down, they're not going to be looking for three months it's for a, a new manager. Different set of circumstances, though, isn't it? It's that, that's you know the end of a legacy and a real sort of high profile, important yeah, handing over situation, the baton. Any situation, if you two said, oh, you three all said right, we're going to get rid of Luke off the ramble. Presumably you'd have thought, <laughs> yeah, what's what do you why, know? Why, why would you say that? <laughs> I mean, have you got a recording oh, of it? Because I'm fairly certain that... This is awkward. Uh, but you, what I'm saying <laughs> is you would probably <laughs> think somehow of what was going to happen after that. Yeah, of course. It's, it's a ridiculous mm. set of situations. No, you really have to make a snap decision. <laughs> OK. All right, I'll see you later. When, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> incredible the way this season is going now. Mm. Having spent so much money in the summer, having been so confident. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's mental. Mm. I think they probably had a list of candidates. I, th- I don't think this AVB was a knee- uh, sacking was a knee-jerk reaction. I Can't do it, more like a. Uh, there's another Kaboom. joke. Um, but chalk uh, <laughs> it off. Um, I think that could, I mean De Boer said he he was approached, I think, and he said no, thank you very much. Mm. So well, it's I, an odd time, isn't it? It is an odd, it is like an odd time for but a decent manager to be to be leaving a position. Well, I think I think they probably thought that he's not the man to take them into Europe so they needed to get rid of him and they, as I said they probably had a list of candidates and, and went around and asked a few people and they've said no so, so with regards to grooming someone or something like that I don't think it, was, it would have been on the cards but they're not, going to be, they're not in a better position now we saw from the game last night now I don't think they necessarily um, played that badly the whole game they had a lion's share of possession had a lot of chances um, but West Ham came into it more and more and Tottenham did seem to tire especially with, when, with players who have come back from injury, which you'd expect. Um, they, I mean, they got to the point where I think Carl Walker was, was captain, wasn't he? Well, mm-hmm. I'm not having. A, I think Carl Walker's a good player, but I mean, really, is he captain material? He's a fullback yeah. as well, so you, you don't know whether that's really that beneficial. Um, so you can't really argue that Spurs are going to become a better, well, put, put themselves in a better position football-wise from what's happened with AVB. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that last night. If we keep it on the game, West Ham pretty good value for their win in the end. Well, they did. Mm-hmm. Pete, what do you reckon of the Adebayor goal? Uh, I thought it was um, accomplished. I was yes. using the word accomplished. Mm. Nice te- technique. <laughs> I'm not going to use that word, the word you're trying to... No, 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 I said technique. Yeah. OK, right. Jarvis's goal was a lovely finish as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was indeed. <laughs> well, it was... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. It was... Um, it was. I, th- I was thought it was quite nice, actually, seeing Adebayor doing something good on the He did very well um, in, in the sort of opening stages of the game. He held the ball up very, very effectively. Although there was a, a time where he should have crossed to Sigurdsson. There's obviously really some. Up. There's obviously some problem there behind the scenes with him and yeah. AVB because there's no reason he shouldn't be playing. Well, there was apparently there was just no ch- chance of him ever being picked, and that was one of the reasons AVB was sacked. Apparently, right? That he and um, Daniel Levy were loggerheads over that, right? Because he'd, he'd sort of instructed him to. to well, he's the highest paid player at the club. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's standard, really. But anyway, it was a good win for West Ham, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a good win for West Ham. Jarvis, he got on the end of a nice pass from Taylor in the 80th minute. Yeah, and it was there for the taking for West Ham. I mean. You know, when they got that goal, Spurs had made a couple of substitutions. They they didn't look too together at that point, and and that's when Big Slam smells victory. Mm-hmm. The, the long balls came. Maiga, um, having won, won a flick on that started the, the the brief move for the first goal, he got on the end of uh, of a cross, and it, it was two one. And you thought, yeah, that you could see that happening. You could see it happening. And they the always way got a third as well. They did indeed, and that would have been a wonderful way to win it. Manchester City got three. 
They did. Mm. Against Leicester, Peter. Yeah. They just got the one. I saw an upset. Leicester got QPR out the weekend. Extra time. Extra time we said, didn't we? Kolarov with possibly the goal of the round. What a free kick. He's a fabulous free kick taker. My goodness. And that came early on, which meant it then became obviously very difficult for Leicester. If you want any sort of cup upset, as we all know, what you need is a situation where the favourite team can't score, struggle, start mm. to get frustrated, and then yeah. it starts to unravel. Yeah. And even it may not, but that's the, the, the sort of perfect sort of incubator conditions you need. And that goal came so early on that it was... It's a reminder for the for the team like Manchester City, like, yeah, yeah, we, we're the better side here. Let's yeah. just, just uh, get into our groove now. Dzeko started, and, and he got a couple of goals. Yeah, I mean, it's with Aguero being out, that's great, isn't it, for, for City that Jekko's just gone straight in scoring goals. Yeah, it's a bit. I mean, it's a big opportunity for him. He's got to be. I was thinking about this earlier. I was thinking he must be one, one of, if not the best second string striker <laughs> around in the world. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous yeah. that he never plays. <laughs> sure. Whenever he comes in, he scores. <laughs> yeah. hey, he's first string, mate. <laughs> I would never disrespect the great man yeah, by calling him second string. Um, but it's great to see Rodwell play as well, by the way. Mm. Yeah, you, know, you just think to yourself, oh, Jack. Yeah. Move. <laughs> oh, Jack. He's had his injury problems, though, hasn't he? As yeah. well, he has, yeah. But he made some lovely and runs from the selection problems. Yeah, well. exactly. yeah James Milner was really effective again. He set up both Jekko's goals. He loves an away like, trip at the moment. Yeah, he, he does. He's turning into a real sort of Munich like, or Leicester. key player. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think James Milner's in really good form at the moment. I think he's, he gets uh, bad, a lot of bad press. But he, he's he's sort of seen as almost like a water carrier, isn't he? But he's, he's proving to be so it's much more shame, than that Because he played in that really good Villa side under O'Neill, I think it was. Yeah. When they when they really did assemble a good side. And he was excellent for mm. them. He's technically very good. Oh, he's just, I think he's a really good player. I think so he's just he's in, a, in a team like City, there's so many other eye-catching players, it may go unnoticed. And, yeah. and do you not also think that because of the way he performs for England, he's made to do this sort of almost containing role if he plays yeah. out wide? If it, generally, it seems to be that if he gets picked for England in that wide position, because England are frightened of the opposite winger, yeah. and they want him to put a real shift in. You know, mm. Well, he might get a few run-outs at the World Cup. Well, yeah, but I'm certain there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, Four, he, he, he was loving that group. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got much more chance of playing now. Yeah. Him and Phil Jones, absolutely loving it. He's <laughs> starting in uh, Manaus. Yeah. James Milner, let yeah. me tell you. First name on yeah. the team sheet. Now, Pellegrini said after the game that, that it, it, he was impressed with the side because it was a really um, professional win, he called it, after, mm-hmm. a, you know, yeah. game against Munich and Arsenal. And that's, it, that, that's, that's indeed what it yeah, was. Bang on the money. Can we, um, can we also just agree that, I know you said that Colorado was probably the goal of the round, but there was a lovely move at one point where Jekko didn't finish it. Mm. But, oh, my God, it was superb. Yeah. For a fair few, few passes, nice little few flicks and flourishes. Yeah. And Jekko uh, had his shot saved in the end from, by uh, Cashmere Smichael. It was a beauty of a Cashmere move. Cashmere Smichael's beard. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I endorse that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I like the way that Cashmere Smiley, some of the stuff he does is reminiscent of his dad. Oh, yeah. Like the star yeah, jump yeah, and yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's great stuff. <laughs> Keeping the dream alive. I say, it's a, it's, a, it's a bad beard that goes unendorsed by Luke Moore. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a Pete Donaldson beard, essentially. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, no. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. He it's has a shame. beard, but... Uh, of sorts. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Tyler's rudeness. Um, Stoke City 0, Manchester United 2. Mm. Peter, play suspended. Mess, wasn't it? Bit of a mess. After 29 minutes due to hail. I like when yeah. the ref was just hiding in the um, kind of plastic tunnel going, oh, we're going out in there, looks a bit moody. Well, let me tell you why. Johnny Evans said, they were the hardest hailstones I've ever felt. <laughs> they were actually <laughs> coming into your eyes so you couldn't keep your eyes open. Filling, filling in his book of uh, previous notable hailstones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I've, and I've been to Hailfest 2000. <laughs> I have known weather phenomena. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked it that the Capital One Cup actually gave gave us the definitive wet and windy night and stuff <laughs> did, yeah. for us all to test ourselves. Did and Mark Clattenburg fell short. Yes. <laughs> did they not joke about them having a hail machine? 
on the last show. <laughs> Maybe. We may have done. <laughs> Other games um, not that far away from Stoke were cancelled. Called well, off. Yeah. Abandoned. But Mark Lattenberg has basically done his chances of going to the World Cup as a referee no good at all by showing that he cannot do it or when there was, where <laughs> was he going to He's not a big game player. True. Yeah, he's not. Not a big game. I'm not a big hail player. It looked like, to me as Mark Clattenburg took the teams off that he um, he was saying something to one of the managers and it looked to me like he was saying, I can't see, I can't see, and I can't do anything. Might want to limit the amount of hair gel you're using then, Mark. Because <laughs> that was definitely a factor. <laughs> hey, Danny Welbeck couldn't see either. Oh, fair enough. So I think we can all agree that that... It looked, I, I think it he looked just horizontal, went, that was the thing. Yeah, it was like, painful. God. I think he just went, Mark Clattenburg just went, you know what, I can't even bother with this. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. So cold. What are we doing if here? The, <laughs> the viewers won't be able to see me, so why are we bothering? <laughs> Maybe exactly. just stop liking football. Goggle boxes on. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, but they came back after having a little break. And, uh, yeah, why did the fans boo when the players all came yeah. back on again? Well, like, boo, boo. <laughs> That's why you're here. We yeah. want hail. We want <laughs> we hail. Could, we couldn't go in. It's not fair. <laughs> well, the fans on the pitch having a game, maybe. Johnny Walters didn't go in. No, he stayed out. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Press yeah. ups. Yeah, apparently, when Gladenberg uh, came off, Walters was shaking his head. Yeah, what is wrong with you? I wonder where you lot are gone. <laughs> I turn my back. Yeah, <laughs> you I've guys. Got ten yeah. goals. He's still just <laughs> pressing. <laughs> oh dear. Right, uh, ref. Just so you know, I've scored ten goals. I've also been booked. Bad challenge. Ashley Young hammered the ball home. Oh, he did. He hit it with all the frustration of every goal he hasn't scored. <laughs> <by this season. laughs> Leaving it late with Young. Yeah. Um, um, and Ben Charwood comes on the Facebook and says, if it wasn't for the advertising boards, Ashley Young would still be sliding. He there. would. He, yeah. he had he to very. Really nearly fell over it, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He would have dived as well. Were you pleased for <laughs> Young, or would you just think, no, that's about time? It was just, it's a bit just, of both. Yeah. It was a bit of a round for um, for first goals for ages. Yeah. yeah. Because actually mm. Young, I think that was his first goal for 30-odd games. My yeah. Eagles was his first for years, we've already said. Um, I think Patrick Evers was his first for yeah. ages as well. Which is more understandable. Great finish from Everett. Adebayor as well. He would, yeah. He play. Yeah, Evers was a great goal. Well. Yeah. Assuming Adebayor didn't score a previous round. Jekko. Ever, just that he's playing at all, I suppose. Everett's goal made his right foot look like a real swigger, though, didn't it? It was <laughs> like a golf club. But if you yeah. don't, if you, if you didn't focus on on the uh, the technique of the right leg, the straight leg of the <laughs> no, but where the ball went, it was a glorious. No shape, no shape to it. Yeah, lovely foot. But I, I, I sort of wasn't necessarily pleased for Young, no, because I think that the comments he made quite recently about the diving and stuff I mean he could have he had an opportunity there to say I'm not sure if you guys saw the comments because he was criticised no I studied yeah, yeah. And, and he had an opportunity to say well do you know what I actually regret what I did there and I, sh- I shouldn't have done it and I won't be doing yeah. it again but he actually went well at the end of the day it's a referee's decision yeah it's, <laughs> not, well, it's not you're making the decision <laughs> to dive do it yeah yeah, mm, that is very true. Uh, yeah, Rooney and uh, and Van Persie were not there, so Welbeck was was up front with yeah, Valencia and Young and either side. Chicharito featured as well. Yeah, he did, Always yeah. Nice. So did Fletcher, another little run yeah. out again at the end. No, <laughs> United have not conceded a goal yet in the competition. Nice. Which, can you imagine if they won it without conceding a goal? Be good for Moyes. Well, I'll tell you something. If you think about it from David Moyes' point of view, um, I'm not suggesting this is the case this season, but certainly in recent years under Ferguson, United's record in the FA Cup has been poor. Mm. Uh, they're not going to win the Premier League this season. This is a big tournament for them. Well, yeah. It really is, and they'd be desperate to win it. Now, Jay Reid, who's obviously a Man United fan, on the Facebook said, uh, Darren Fletcher running around the midfield and spraying the passes about like a tall, pale Javi was my highlight of the rest <laughs> yes. of the Yeah, it's nice to see. More Busquets. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think Javi's a stretch, even for Darren. He would, he would say that. <laughs> um, it was really nice to see the managers being so refreshingly honest after the game as well. Yes, that's right, yeah. Mark Hughes said, oh, they just had a bit too much for us. They took the game away mm. from us, sort of thing. And, and David Moy said, oh, we could have done this. We had a bit too much for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that hail? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely right. Uh, the last uh, or second upset of um, the round, of course, was Sunderland 2, Chelsea 1. Yeah. 
Um, Chelsea looked in control and had chances throughout, and, and they won a goal. Whereas up. Brown disagrees. Well, no, but they did, they were in control for for the large periods up yeah, until but he, you know he wasn't letting anything by, was he? Uh, well, they, they Chelsea did score. Yeah, he just ignored that one. Okay, <laughs> that's Catamol's fault. He's so defensively sound, he doesn't acknowledge when they've conceded. And Catamol <laughs> did undermine him, to be fair. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where, Lee? <laughs> oh, what did I tell you earlier? I've kept them all out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> De Bruyne, Sherlin, William um, in midfield, Will Etu I up am. front. Will I am. <laughs> Uh, and I tell you what, though, Eto, he could have made it two nil. Mm. Still chance. misfiring. Can I can I be the first to say that I actually think Chelsea are in a bit of trouble? Well, they are. Think, well, they're out, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, there's no coming back. Can I be the last to say? <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just not putting games to bed, are they? I just mean no. Mourinho and Chelsea in general. Mm, I think. Yeah. I think. I think. You know what it reminds me of? I'm not sure you, you boys probably remember this. Last season, around November time. Uh, Spurs went through a phase of just conceding loads and loads of late goals. Mm, yeah. And AVB almost came out in the press and said, we've got to sort this out, and he did. And they were on a massive unbeaten streak for ages. And I was speaking to a Spurs uh, fan friend of mine earlier, and I think he said it was about 16 games they went undefeated. And Mourinho has been saying the same thing. We're controlling games, as you said, Marcus. Mm. We're not finishing teams off. We're not scoring enough goals. And he's been saying it now for quite a long time. Yeah. Mm. You can see he's and, fuming. Yeah, I wonder if he can actually sort it out. Yeah. Because because the, would the Mourinho of seven or eight years ago have had this problem? No. Would he have, would he have a had the problem in the first place? Probably not. Would he have not been able to sort it out? Probably not. Would he be criticising his players in the public? Probably not. Mm. A lot of these things. Well, are I changing. think the criticising the players in the public is is undermining them, and that's the kind of tactic where players go right. I want to move. Yeah, I don't want to play. Well, and and if you look at the Chelsea side as well, it's what he, he did with Madrid. Yeah, well, he doesn't have the backbone like he did previously. You know, mm. Terry. Lampard, Drogba, yeah. and, uh, and uh, well, it's obviously Czech's still there, um, but well, he... as are Terry and Lampard. But I think the point I'm making is that Terry doesn't always start. Lampard is not, uh, doesn't have a guaranteed start as well for Chelsea, and they were the main men of that side. Mm. And he got pally with them very quickly. And, uh, and, and they they're just not much... the force they were, those players. Well, they're not, no. Yeah, they're not the force they were, but also if you look at all the other players as well, it's, it's not as tight-knit as that team. And I think he's struggling a little bit to bring it all together and make them a Mourinho side. When he struggled at Madrid for that. Does he want to get rid of some of these players, though? Because, I mean, by his own admission, between the main three strikers, 13, not really good enough for no. this stage in the season. No, but he yeah. likes a small squad, does Mourinho. Mm, yeah. And, and yeah. there's a lot around this, and, and people perhaps... Uh, you know, the, the, the more players you have and the bigger names you have, they'll all want to play, and it's mm. more difficult to manage that. So uh, so th- I think they are struggling, and, and, and they're out the cup, for crying out loud. And yeah. Sunderland, as soon as they got that equaliser from Barini... They looked most likely, yeah. They did yeah. look the most likely. Yeah, and they, when they, yeah Key, um, even before his goal, was fantastic. Mm. Schwartzen made a great save for him. Yeah. 41. I know, blimey. No, I think he's 42. Wow. I think he's 42 41, now. according to the comment. Oh, is he? OK, right, fair mm. enough. Um, I've, I've, I was really pleased with Key because I obviously played in the League Cup final for Swansea last year, but he had to play centre-back. I felt. Mm. I mean, obviously you do what you can, and, and they won five nil. But he was never really troubled that much that day, and he's a good midfield player, I think. And for mm. him to do that was, was was I think admirable. And so I was pleased that he actually you know, managed to sort of affect the game in a positive way. Yeah. Um, in, Two in minutes time. before penalties. Well, indeed, indeed. It's such a huge thing for Sunderland as well, given the, their terrible position in the Premier League. It's such a, a great thing to give them confidence in their own ability. Some to, people to will say, "Oh, that's another two like games that. from now," but it's no, no way. No. I mean, winning the game is great for them, especially against a big team. Mm. They beat Man City as well. Don't forget at home, didn't they? Mm. This game really showed up for me that, um, although we talked about what like Pete just mentioned about Chelsea's problems with their striker scoring, just to sort of feed into what you were saying, Marcus, about the players they've got who aren't maybe as good as they were and the backbone. I watched the game and it made me think that Chelsea have got a really soft centre. Mm. Like you think that um, 
the midfield players I've got who sit behind that front three, yeah. that sort of attacking midfield three, I mean, it's Lampard, Mikel and Essien. No, none of them are good enough, in my view, anymore. Um, the only exception to that is Ramirez, yeah, who's, who's actually, whose name is almost an anagram of armies, which fits quite well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but him aside, they seem quite sort of vulnerable in that area of the pitch. And you wonder whether they, they really need to strengthen that area. But like you say... They don't, he doesn't like having a big squad, does he? So I don't know how he's going to angle that. He might have to move players on to, to, to bring another one in. But, I mean, it's a very brave manager who, who moves on uh, Lampard or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He'd, he'd love a Fernandinho. He would absolutely love that, yeah. Mm. It was nice to see Barini get a goal, by the way. It yeah. was. After his injury problems. You mm. know, and, and David Luiz was really poor for that goal. Yeah. He left a big gap, didn't he, between his feet? Often does, and you see, and yeah, and you see strikers slide <laughs> the ball between the keeper's legs all the time, don't you? So yeah, he essentially just gave the striker a target. Mm. It's, it's that thigh gap that all ladies want. It is. <laughs> David Lewis has got it, and he flaunts it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, that is is, is is round five, really. Um, in in a nutshell, do we have any uh, correspondence, Luke? Yeah, I've got a few more people giving their heart of the of the, uh, of the round. Yeah. Peter Curran on the Twitter says, um, "A lovely Korean man won the key to my heart." Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> you like that. Um, Darren Cox, who's obviously a West Ham fan, says, seeing my beloved Hammers go 5-1 up on aggregate against Spurs this year, <laughs> sur surgery may be required to get the smile off my face. Five away goals yeah. as well. Indeed, absolutely. <laughs> you can't argue with that, can you? Um, Gary, Jerry Brennan says, um, rather mean-spirited, um, I liked Welbeck nearly getting knocked over by the hail. Poor oh. lad. Oh. What's to like about that? Nothing. He's no, lanky. Nothing. nothing. Um, what was I going to say to you? Well, what we got here? Oh, a streak on the pitch at Sunderland. Oh, oh, I didn't know. You can't argue no, that. Great. It wasn't really streaky. He just had his top off, but he managed to get by. Well, a, a streaker of sorts. Someone actually, I tell you what he did. The run, a, a man from the northeast. Yeah, yeah. The run, <laughs> the run the pitch invader did, which obviously we don't endorse. But the, the run the pitch invader did was very similar to Ryan Giggs's goal for May United. <laughs> <laughs> and, and someone's put the uh, Martin Tyler commentary over the top of it. That's <laughs> very strong piece of work. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I'll finish off with a quote from uh, Facebook. <laughs> I want to see this. From Daniel, Can we end the show now? <laughs> from Daniel Goodfellow, who says, As a Sunderland fan, just having some success after 10 to 20 years of yo-yoing, being the worst team in Premier League history twice, <laughs> suffering through Power de Cano, Steve Bruce, Howard Wilkinson, Roy Keane, Ricky Sobrega, Nyron Nosworthy, John Stead, Clive Clark, Russell Anderson, make yourself comfortable, Kevin Kyle, <laughs> James McFadden, Louis Zaha, Greg Halford, He's ex-Pompey, leave him alone. <laughs> uh, and innumerable other inexplicable employees of this club, and yet we're still bottom at Christmas with five points adrift, so the success is somewhat period, but we'll take what we can get. Yeah, that yeah, is the spirit of a football fan. Well yeah, done, Christmas. Coming. That's Daniel Goodfellow, yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas. And that's yeah. the effect of round five off the Cabernet Cup. Yeah, excellent stuff. The shot in the arm that you need. Well, we have a semi-final line-up, don't we? Mm. Um, the, the, the first leg's played on uh, 7th of Jan, and the second leg's on the 21st of Jan. It's Manchester City at home to start with, uh, against West Ham United. And Sunderland versus Manchester United. You Sunderland say we've got you, you say we've got a semi-final, uh, you know, lineup. I think we've got a final now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, big, the big two Manchester teams being kept apart could be yeah. a really good show. Well, finals. you'd have thought Chelsea and Spurs would have gone through, mm. wouldn't you? Yeah, certainly yeah. Chelsea. Certainly Chelsea. Uh, before we go, though, make sure you visit um, uh, the facebook.com uh, forward slash Capital One UK. The Facebook. Yes, I did say that. Um, uh, this is, of course, Capital One's um, Facebook page where you can get involved in competition to the latest debate around the Cup. There is a competition that's running on this Facebook page. It's called Grounds for Improvement Competition. And this allows fans to submit a photo of their ground along with an explanation of why it needs improving. Um, expect Fratton Park to a picture of Luke Adamant. Oh, I leave it. Oi. Oh, I do, can yeah. I do Cali Road, Market Road pictures? There's a lot of graffiti around. 
What, in uh, North London? Mm. Yeah. How long oh, do, yeah, do, Market do, Road, you mean? Market Road, yeah, yeah. Calley Road, yeah, Market yeah. Road, yeah, yeah. Well, the process <laughs> to enter is, is, is very easy. Let's say, you just uh, have a photo of the ground, maybe a specific area of the ground as well, mm. and a convincing reason why uh, that ground should win the, uh, the prize, which is £75,000 worth of improvement. Jesus. Emirates, Emirates Stadium, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, and yeah, with 10 runners up. A bigger cannon. Yes, yeah, right. Ten runners up uh, will <laughs> receive five thousand pounds worth of improvement of their suggested grounds. Good stuff. Mm. There Plus you go. Facebook.com forward slash Capital One UK. Is it? Indeed, it is. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back in uh, January um, with more uh, Capital One Cup business. Um, so there we are, chaps. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. And that was the Football Ramble in Association with Capital One Cup, the credit card that supports the supporters. See you in January. <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.